Blog Talk Radio.
is the only worthy one. So grateful again to be uh, in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. Still here, uh, surrounded with opportunity, surrounded with a lot of work. So the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Uh, there's a lot of work that's out here for us as believers to take on. And uh, I'm up for the challenge. I'm up for the assignment um, because I know that I can do all things to Christ which strengthens me. With that being said, we're grateful to be here. Welcome to Prophetic Grace Network. P-G-N. <laughs> Prophetic Grace Network. I am one of your hosts, Terrence. And I'm your other host, Tanisha. And today is May 17, 2023. It's 7-11 p.m. Central Standard Time. And like Terrence said, welcome to Prophetic Grace Network. We are so excited to be here. Um, Grateful for another day, another opportunity. Grateful to do his will and to hear his word. So, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) We got all the premiums out the way. Let's get down to it. What do you want God to do that he hadn't already done? If we look at our scriptures, if God is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, and he's set the world and created the end even before our existence. What do we want God to do that he hadn't already done? You know, we're always praying, I need God to do, I need God to do, I want God to, I I, I, I need God to, God, will you, God has already done everything, But by faith, will you believe that what you are asking for has already been done and you just have to wait in patience for it to manifest, for you to walk into it? Hmm. It's time to change our speech. It's time to change our, the way that we talk. We really have to understand and know who God is and what God has really done. And talk to him like he's already done it. Talk to him like you're a believer. Talk to him like you know. You know how you hear something about somebody or you know something and they come to you and they tell you that, now nah, that, but you know the truth and you like a hammer to a nail and you're going to pop, pop, I know and you're going to spit facts you're going to pull up all type of receipts, uh, videos, audios, uh, everything from the memory bank, photos. You're going to bring in witnesses and everything to prove you know what you're talking about, to prove you are right. <laughs> all the energy you put in to pull, prove that you are right. Then you ask yourself, what what does it get you after you do all this? Mm-hmm. How does it does it make you feel something? Because you know feelings only last for a little while. You know, so you can feel a, a thousand different ways in the span of a minute. 
we want God to do. We use that energy to press and to press people to prove this, prove this. We can use that energy in the word. How do we prove it? We prove God is by put faith in his word and doing what he says to do. A simple gospel. I say that often, simple gospel. And God has just been breaking it down more and more. The the simplicity of the message, the simplicity of his love for us. Mm-hmm. What would you do for love? Ain't talking about this made up love that we talk about. Um, and we're always talking about I don't feel loved. <laughs> I don't feel love. Man, okay, I got you, Lord. We finna go to First Corinthians. He taking me on a different path. We'll go to First Corinthians. And we finna verify and clarify what love is again. Because I want us to get out our feelings and not uh, get love mixed up with how we feeling. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, I'm going to start with chapter 4, 1 Corinthians 13, chapter 4. I'm going to read from the Amplified tonight. I'm normally a King James, but I'm going to read. It says, love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth, with right and truth prevail. Love bears all things, regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one, hopes all things. Remaining steadfast during difficult times endures all things without weakness. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. That's love. Now, I I didn't read anything where it says love love is a feeling. Love is, is, is my emotions. Let me read that one more again. So, cause, cause when we leave here tonight, when we shut it down at seven thirty tonight, I mean at eight thirty Central Standard Time, when we shut it down tonight, you're gonna have a clear understanding of what love is, and you definitely gonna know what it ain't. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful 
It is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag. It is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoking or overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endure. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. Your emotions will fail you because emotions change. Mm-hmm. That's why love can't be an emotion because love never fails. God is love. God is not an emotion. God never fails. So that's love. <laughs> love never fails. There is no failure in God. And so when you understand what true love is, you cannot understand love without knowing who God is. You cannot understand love without knowing who God is. If it does not line up with 1 Corinthians 13, starting with chapter 4 and rolling down to uh, verse 8, I mean, uh, uh, verse 4 down to uh, verse 8, if it ain't lining up with that right there, it ain't love. And you can tell somebody, and you can be confident with it. You can show them the receipt right here. That's what love is. That's what love is. Hmm. So what do you want from God? What do you want God to do that he hasn't already done? Oh, God, I just want to be financially free. Oh, I don't want to be sick no more. I want some friends. I want a spouse. I want children. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. I, 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 what you want, what you're willing to give. I tell you what you can give. You can give up hopelessness. You can give up doubt. You can give up fear. Love never fails. <laughs> you want all these things from the Lord. Me and my wife, we have an ongoing joke. But let's just give God a little respect. Give him some respect. Reverence him. This is his, this is the word. This is what he says. You ain't gonna sit up here and believe it, but you say you a believer. <laughs> oh my. Like, I'm going to tell you what. Let's all book a flight and get on a plane with a pilot that don't know how to fly. But he say he's a pilot, though. But he's sitting in the seat. But we still on the tarmac. We ain't going nowhere. Because he don't know 
what to do. He don't know what to do. But he claimed to be a pirate. And he even in the sea, he looked like one. He got the, 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 the hat on and everything. The jacket with the stripes on the sleeve. So your expectation as a passenger, when you're getting in on a plane or whatever, you ain't sitting up there questioning, does the pilot know how to fly this plane? You're looking for your seat because you expect him to know what he's doing based off what he's claiming. Mm-hmm. So all of us that's claiming to be followers of Christ, Christians, believers, faith filled, Holy Ghost filled. We claim in this. Let the wind blow a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. the disciples in that boat. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Now the thing about it. The Bible tells us greater works we should do. Because we we didn't we didn't witness Christ in the natural, but yet we believe it. So God is letting us know that our faith ah, because when Jesus walked this earth, he talked about having faith in God. Have faith in God. So if we're going to say we're believers, if we're going to claim to be Christians, we have to have faith in God. There is no other way. He says without it, it's impossible to please him. That's the simple gospel. So if you want to please God, have faith in what he says. If he told you by my stripes you are healed, that means it's past tense. It's already been taken care of. Put your faith on it. Believe it. Watch it manifest. But <laughs> we still have a part to do because faith without work. I'm glad you said this, Terry. I'm glad you asked. What do you mean I got to do some work? Yeah, I'm believing God to lose weight. Well, you got to work on your eating. But first, work on your mind. Because when you make your mind where the head goes, everything else will follow. You got to get your mind out the refrigerator. You got to first get your mind out the refrigerator and on and start thinking about exercising. Y'all think, some of y'all laughing right now, I heard the chuckles through the, uh, the waves. I can hear you. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm serious. You got to get your mind off of that stove, off of them folks' menus. You got to get your mind off of it. And you got to get your mind on your health, the good part of it. Think on these things that are pure and of good. We have to change our thinking before anything else. Where is your mind at? The Bible talks about let this mind be in you that's also in Christ Jesus. What type of mind did Jesus have? 
God, yes. So what mind is that? Well, for, for one thing, I know it ain't a mind of worry. I know one thing, it ain't a mind of doubt. It ain't a mind of fear. It's definitely a mind of assurance. It's a, it's a mind of knowing. It's a mind of faith. Got to change our minds. It's an inward working. What we see on the outer has, is, 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 is the byproduct of what has already occurred internally. I don't know how simple it can get. Maybe it can get simple. If it does, the Lord will give it to me. But 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 tonight, seriously, you know what what do you want God to do when He's already done it all? Maybe we should start asking ourselves, what am I doing? Lord, what it is, what is it you want me to do? Because I believe that I'm healed. I believe that the righteous will never be forsaken, nor my seed will ever beg bread. I believe that I'm the head and not the tail. I believe that I'm above only and, and not beneath. I believe that all of my debts are canceled. I believe that broken relationships are mended. I believe that, that people that, 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 that are heading down the wrong path will have an opportunity to, 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 to switch up and change and make some things happen in their lives. That's what I believe. But what do you believe? According to your faith, then be it done unto you. Where is your faith? If your faith is not in God, I'm telling you, you're losing. Mm-hmm. Even though it may seem like you're winning. You know, the world will sit up here and show you all of this glitz and glamour <laughs> about their riches. But they got so many problems. Mm-hmm. But the Bible tells me that the Lord was making you rich, make you rich, and he'll add no sorrow. We can be wealthy and we ain't got no worries. We ain't got to watch our back. Thinking somebody's going to kick the door again, watch the dust, and not know. So I give you on this and on, oh, you nothing but my love. Because everything that I have, the Lord has given. And the Lord will take it away. The things the world gives, anybody come get that. Mm-hmm. But pity party season is over. Uh, the ride is over, so those that were having those parties can get off. Can 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 gonna get off the ride. It's, it's it's over. As believers, it's really time for us to step out and move forward in 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 what God has for us. And uh that's just what I got for tonight. Great. That's good. I mean the only thing I was gonna talk about um was what we were discussing earlier. Um, That's why I was on going and what. That was good though. I mean, one thing I, I, that stood out to me 
you know, you, you go into what is love, right? And then you have a lot of people, especially in today's society, that's always saying they're doing things out of love, uh-huh. right? They did this for their children out of love. They did this for their mate out of love. They did this for love for their country or love of this, that, or the love of their community, whatever the reason may be, but it don't have the traits. Right. <laughs> so, again, I want to read it. Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what comes, believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times, endures all things without weakening. Love never fails, it never fades nor ends. And people will be doing things in the name of love, and it, it has zero of this. Right. But yet people will still believe, oh, they did that because they love me, or they did that in love, but it doesn't have the characteristics of love. If I said I'm an elephant, you going to believe me just because I said I'm an elephant? I don't look like one. I don't behave like one. Elephants can't talk. I mean, there's just all these these glaring signs to prove that I am not, in fact, an elephant, but yet you're going to go by my words. Like, if you're going to go by any words, go by the word. Quit going by the words of people who have the ability to lie. God is not like man that he should lie. So if God says that this is what love is, that is what love is. And if somebody comes presenting something that doesn't have the characteristics, it's something, but it's not love. Right. It's not a godly type of love. It's something. It's some sort of generic. It's some sort of human type love, but it's not real, genuine, absolute love. Mm-hmm. And if you're behaving opposite of that, you need to check yourself because we're to love people, right? And that's not easy all the time. Especially the part here, let's go back there to 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked nor overly sensitive and easily angered. It does not take into account a wrong endured, right? So when you're dealing with people, and, and we're called to love people, sometimes you're having to deal with people that you don't like. And when you're dealing with people you don't like, usually you don't like them because there's been wrongs that have been endured. And it's easy to react based on a previous wrong. But you have to really check yourself and say, Lord, help me because I, I want to treat them based on previous interactions, past behaviors, even behavior five minutes ago on something that I endured that was wrong on their part. But when you're operating in love, you can't take that into account. You got to do as God tells you to do. That's how that's that's how love conquers all. That's how you conquer hateful people. Like you got to do it according to what the Word of God says. And I'm not saying that that's easy. That's something that I'm still working on. Because I I genuinely love everybody. I love people, but I don't like everybody. And if I don't like you, it's for good reason. I don't just wake up and decide you're because you're wearing a hat that I disagree with that I don't like you. Like it takes a lot for me not to like a person. 
but yet I might still have to deal with a person that I don't like, and it's coming from a genuine place. Like, a, a, you know, I take an assessment, you know, I give a lot of grace, but once I determine I don't like you, then that's coming from a, a, a thoughtful place. That there's just a, there's just too much going on. It's an avalanche of 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 bad for me to decide. You know, I don't like this person. <clears throat> Not an isolated incident because everybody has a bad day. But I'm talking like I'm very thoughtful about if I don't like a person. And so for me to not like you, it, that means a lot has, has, has taken place or I've seen, I've, I've had enough, I've seen enough. But yet I still have to operate in love. And that's not easy when you've drawn that conclusion like, eh, I don't really like that person. Because now you're thinking of all the wrongs, right? And you want to act out on the wrongs. And it's very easy to act out on the wrong. And it feels even very justified. Right? If a person is constantly treating you a type of way and you want to, you know, kind of lash out politely, it's easy when you've endured a lot of wrong. But love says it doesn't take into account a wrong endured. We take things into account, but love doesn't. And when we operate in love, we have to learn how to operate properly in love. It's a process. You're not going to always get it right every single time. But you have to recognize when you're not getting it right. And, and when you can't do it on your own, which you cannot, you have to go to the Lord because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and that's not an easy thing to do. It's not always easy to love people. And if you can't recognize when you're not loving people properly, then how are you going to recognize when others aren't loving you properly? But then you're sticking around and dealing with something in the name of love, and there's no love attached to it. It's something, right? But it's not love. I don't know what it is. It could be infatuation. It could be obsession. It could be, you know, uh, desperation. There's all sorts of other things that it can be. But so many people will get stuck. Oh, it's love. No, it's not. Don't have no. I mean, it has zero characteristics. It's not even like close to a generic. Like when 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 you get a generic of something, it's got most of the same active ingredients. So it can, you know, mimic it. But some people are dealing with things, claiming it's in the name of love, and it don't have none of the characteristics that's listed here. It's rude, it's arrogant, it's jealous, it's envious, it it it, it rejoices. It actually rejoices when when things aren't going right. And injustice, like that's none of that love. That's all right, family court. <laughs> it really does. Think about that, right? Because some of us have gone through the, the, the horrors of family court, right? You have family court. You have two parties on opposite ends normally. Because typically in a family court setting, things have not been able to be resolved, you know, between the parties peacefully. So it's normally contentious. So maybe this is you. Maybe I'm ministering to somebody. Maybe somebody's going to listen to it in the future. Hear what I'm saying. Because I've been in, in, in that situation, and I've watched parents um, in that, deal with that situation where there's contention, right? You don't – it doesn't say I, – I didn't read anywhere that says that contention wipes out love. 
right? You have to treat people with love even when there's a contentious situation. And most time in family court, each party wants to win. And a lot of times in family court, parties will win doing things that are based on, they can lie, right? Because family court's not like criminal court where you need evidence and proof. They, your, your, your verbal testimony is enough for most judges. You could say anything. And the judge could take it into consideration um, for, their, for their verdict. So a person could go in there and lie. And there is, it's a system, right? So you could say most attorneys or people who study the system know what to say to get the judge to do what they want them to do, even if what they're saying is not the truth. So now if you get a, a ruling in your favor and you didn't tell the truth, now that's what? Injustice. So if you're rejoicing in that injustice, that's not love. You didn't treat that person with love, and you have an obligation to treat everybody with love no matter what the circumstance is. And that's hard to do, especially when there's a contentious situation going on. It could be a dispute with a neighbor. It could be a dispute with an employer. It could be a dispute with, you know, a family member. Well, we have to always remember to, to walk in love because that's what we're called to do. We're called to love God and love people. If you were like, break it all down, love God and love people. But people say, oh, it's too hard. It is hard. But it's doable because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And if you set your mind to do it, you're going to do it. But if you keep telling yourself, oh, it's too hard, I can't do it, guess what? It's going to be too hard and you can't do it because you're not even going to take the proper steps to get it done. Because what man sets his mind to, that shall he accomplish. So we need to be recognizing when we are not operating in love. Or we operate in partial love. Well, I'm going to do this part, not that part. I'm going to keep that record of that wrong. I don't care what you're talking about. Mm. <laughs> you don't have a way to forget, right? We're not God where we can toss it into the sea of forgetfulness. But we don't take it into account with, with how we treat people. And we could walk in wisdom. Nobody's saying, oh, somebody's just doing you dirt to just make yourself available for them to do you dirty. That's, that's not why. Sometimes operating in love is not dealing with the person. It's, 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 it's altogether, you know, removing yourself from having to deal with them. It's out of love, not out of anger, but out of love. Like, because I can't, we just don't get along or you're going to always try to hurt me or whatever the case may be. And that's, that's even love because that's what's best for that person and best for you because you got to love people as you love yourself. But we got to quit trying to re, redefine things. God has already defined it. We live in a society that wants to redefine everything, right? They want to reassign and redefine but as believers, that's not the mentality that we are to take on. We can, we can see how the world operates, right? But that's not how we operate. But we have an understanding of how they operate. Like, okay, that's what you're doing. I'm not doing that, but I see what you're doing. We don't redefine. So you don't get to just uh, act a certain way and, and try to slap a love label on it or act a certain way and slap whatever label on it when, when the Bible has already told you what things are and how to operate. And too many believers are getting crunched up and blown off into the wind because they're not following the instructions. 
and this is important, especially in these times, especially during this season where the, 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 the grounds are, are, are fertile. Got to operate in love. Do not sow those hatred, hate, hate seeds. Because if it's not love, what is it? Gotta be the opposite. It's something right, because we don't serve a, a there's no middle ground. But. I mean it's hot, cold, mm-hmm. love, hate, right? You know, and we I know one thing I I gotta chime in. Go ahead. Because uh, <clears throat> when you're talking is how we have the ability to create because we're made in, in, in the image and likeness of 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 God and so it's in our nature to create, but we still have to create righteousness. And we, when 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 we have been set up here and and dealing and submitted our lives to uh, the, the the pleasures of, of the enemy, we create this this area called gray. Mm-hmm. And and it's popular amongst our uh our in our speech. Right. And in our culture, there's nothing. Oh, that's the gray area. Right. Right. We speak about things very nonchalantly, you know. As a matter of fact, it's all cool, you know. <laughs> it's gray. So, but it's a trick of the enemy to get you to start thinking that there is a gray area. When in all actuality, it's made up. The Lord say, when you talk about something in between, it's like, I don't know you. Think about this. If you hopped in the grave, the Lord says that he would say, depart from me, right? I never knew you. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that means you don't even exist to God anymore. I never knew you. If you hop off in the grave, you writing yourself off. But that's the trick of the enemy to 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 get us focused on on those particular areas and thinking that that's cool and it's not. It's not cool at all. At all. At all. So don't even tiptoe around these gray areas. So we have to really make sure that we know what what it is that God is saying and what is true mm-hmm. versus what we're saying and believing is true. Because just because we believe it and we utilize it doesn't necessarily make it real or true. We think of everything that we see in front of us is real. What you don't see is what's real. And all actuality. Mm-hmm. Spirit is real. Oh, my feelings. <laughs> oh, I don't know how many times the Lord says to trust them feelings. Right. <laughs> I know he said you don't trust no feelings. You trust the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
that God, I digress. Amen. I, I was just piggybacking up with you. Okay, that's, that's all I had. Because it, it, was, it was another point uh, that it popped up when you were speaking, but I can't remember it now. But it, it'll probably come back to me. Mm-hmm. Because that's what I am. When you were talking, that's what, what came to me was, you know, how people are just not. I'm They're not taking the word for what it is. Oh, yeah, here it is. I'm glad because I just had to hear your voice. Okay. <laughs> All right. When you got to talking about it being not being easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, man. And it's another thing. What is what is the expectation in in the view of easy? Right. Let's ask Jesus. Oh my Lord, was it easy to turn your life over? Oh, did you have the have the power and ability to change everything just like this? You didn't have to hurt. (laughs) But he chose to. There's nothing that we can encounter Mm -hmm. on this side of heaven that Jesus hadn't already conquered. And so when you're looking for stuff to be easy, man, Making it easy to just believe. We won't. We we. The Bible tells us that we will suffer for His name's sake. Mm-hmm. But yet we are always expecting things to be easy. Right. Man, putting your faith out there ain't easy. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. And I take what is worth over being easy. Because I want something that's going to last. I want something with some substance. I want something that I can build on solid. You know, Jesus is the rock Mm -hmm. of our salvation. And so we need to build on something solid. It wasn't easy when Jesus I, I, I can't imagine it being easy because I, I'm thinking about myself being in, being in them shoes. And I'm telling you, based on how people have treated me and the things that I've seen in this world, I know I wouldn't have been going up there for y'all. <laughs> in the garden of Gethsemane, I would have chosen my will. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to been worn. I wouldn't have been crying in, in, in spirit over there like Jesus was. No. I'd have been like Peter, man. 
I'm getting up out of here. I'm chopping ears off, everything. <laughs> Got a robe, man. I'm not dying for these people. These folks don't love. They don't even know what love is. What are you talking about? I'm going to go suffer with somebody. They ain't even thinking about me. Well, oh, here we are nowadays. But see, that's, what, that's the difference between us and God. <laughs> that's why we need the blood of Jesus in our lives. That's why we need the Spirit of God moving and operating in our lives. So we'll know how to navigate through difficulty. Mm-hmm. He, when we're made weak, he's made strong. Mm-hmm. Somebody say, get in the Spirit. Get in the Spirit. He said, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Not, uh, I don't know how I feel. I, feel, I don't feel like it today. Oh, I feel like giving God praise today. What about yesterday? So you don't give it to him, you don't feel like I don't feel like praying all the time. I do it out of obedience. And I do it because the Bible tells me strictly out of obedience, never cease to pray. Mm-hmm. So I made a habit of praying. What does prayer look like? Well, when I first introduced the prayer, and we would hold our hands and bow heads. So that was the 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 the, the tangible things that I saw. But as I continue to grow up my faith, I'd be praying in mid conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. I'd be praying driving. That's, you could pray at any point, any time, because. God is everywhere. He ain't, he don't be taking no breaks and sabbaticals and stuff like that. He's always on. He doesn't sleep or slumber. <laughs> and let's see, see, God ain't like man that he should lie. Mm-hmm. And so if he says it, you can count on it. You can put your faith on it. But putting your faith on it is is is, is up to you. So if we're looking for what's easy, start making prayer an easy thing to do. Start having faith in God, putting your faith out there. Make that an easy thing to do. Reading your word, conquering that demon that's pulling you away from where you need to go. Make that an easy thing to do. Telling the truth. Make that an easy thing to do. Man, come on, somebody. Mm. Get out your feelings. Make that an easy thing to do. I'm not going to be led by my feelings today in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Ah, perfect. Lord, taking, taking it back. First James. James 1. <clears throat> Where was we at this morning? James 1 and 5, I believe. Let's go. Let's go. James 1 and 5. You want me to read it? Nope, that's not it. It's, uh... Oh, I know what you're talking about. I was just reading it. Hold on. It's, um...
the righteousness of God. So we have to put that in there so you can study that on your own time. But that's the order. Be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, right? Why? Why should I do all that? Because if you skip down to verse 25, he says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. So, God has given us instructions in verse 19 about what we should do when it comes down to our walk out here. We got to be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And these are the things that we have to remember because he says if, if we're looking and, and we're chasing after Christ, the perfect law of liberty, that's Jesus, and continuous in him. He being not forgetful hearer. We don't need to forget what we've heard. Because when you forget what you've heard, you cannot do. You have to remember what was said so that you could be a doer of that particular thing. And when you are a doer of that thing, the Lord says you'll be blessed. That's our time. You got anything to add before we... uh? Shoot on over here to these callers. Yeah, we're just going to leave that with y'all tonight. We're going to go answer these calls right quick. We got 30 minutes left. Let's go ahead and get it in. Uh, press 1 if you want prayer. We're going to start right here. Firm. All right. Oh, man, this thing is tripping. 251229, what's your name and where are you calling from? Um, my name is Sarah, and I'm calling from uh, Alabama. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hey. Down there. Hey. Bye. <laughs> Down there. Bama, roll tide, as they say, huh? Roll tide. <laughs> you got her. You got you a cat, Sarah? Yep, a calico. What? Ooh. Yeah, Calico <laughs> makes makes the niche itch. Yeah, I told her that. Because <laughs> I wanted to get that one, and then I put them down. I had a, a whole breakout on my chest. Yeah, we're going to have to have a little cat outing one day or something. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a play date with the, uh, the kitties. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray, Sarah. Man, good to you. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for Sarah tonight, Father God. We thank you for the push and the privacy, the push for privacy. Uh, I see, oh, man, see, the Lord has isolated me, right? And I was angry about that because I'm a very uh, people-oriented person. I, I love to, to get into a room, and I own the room. Uh, when, when, wherever I go, I, I, I step and I, I move uh, with, with, with assurance. Not an arrogance, but an assurance that wherever I am, everybody there is blessed because of what I possess. Not because of who I am, but who I have with me. Come on, somebody. But but God isolated me and put me in a place to where he, 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 he put me aside for himself so he could do a work in, us, in my life. So that he could uh, mature me. So, so, so that he could uh, prune me and develop me, 
more into who I need to be to where the place that he has prepared for me. Because what we're doing now is God had prepared me for this beforehand. But yet, when we get into it, we're still growing and developing. But when God releases something to you, you are prepared for it. And God gives you a new outlook and a new way of looking at things in private. You begin, when, when you shut, shut the noise off, you, uh, you, you can hear things clearer. Think about at night when things kind of get still. How much louder things are when your body is resting. How how much more amplified things are. During the daytime, you got your TV volume on, on, on 25, and people can barely hear it because there's so much going on. And you got so much noise bouncing off the walls, and, and, and you kind of uh, uh, get, get, get submerged in it and, and and it's just all around you, and, and, and you get accustomed to it. But, but as the day goes on and as things begin to, to fade, you still got that TV on 25, and the crowd gone, and you're like, whoo, turn that TV down. It's too loud. Why? Because things got still. Hmm. When things, when things get still, you can hear. So accept the push in, in, into the private place. Now, God is pushing you to be more private, I believe. And, 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 but, but he's preparing you and developing you for what he's already prepared for you. Mm-hmm. Like we have to be developed and prepared for what God has prepared. Because once we line our face up with it, he gives us the desires of our heart. And so we begin to pray for those desires. We begin to put our faith in action for those desires that God put there. Because it's his will that has to be done. So during this time, we just thank God that, that, that Sarah is strengthened and conditioned <laughs> for what is to come. That her, that her ears are open to hear the details. Yeah. To really hear. Wow. Like right now, I just feel like I can hear. Like, it's like I felt like the weight like drop off of my ears, like out of my head. Like pressure was released right then. Because when, when, when you get quiet, you can remove pressure. I love quiet. Mm-hmm. My wife will tell you, like, I, I, I do endure. See, this is love. I love her. So I endure. I endure her having that noise on when I want, when I want some quiet. I endure out of love. I don't be mad about but it's love. And so I'ma be rewarded for my deeds. <laughs> I don't know about but I'ma be rewarded. And so God gives us these 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 processes and these things to work. So cause 
Because if we had everything the way we wanted, we would never grow. We would never develop. We would never become who God wants us to become. We have to ask God, okay, Lord, because some, some things are just a no-no, you know, but not everything. That is, so we, we, we have the ability to endure, so you, you can get through this. You, you will get through it, Sarah. It's going to be different. Why? Because you're different. You're different. God is going to reveal a lot of things to you about you. A lot of giftings. A lot of things that you was like, what? That's what that was the whole time? I didn't know what that was. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's going to be an overwhelming period uh, to where you're going to, but it's, it's, it's not a negative overwhelming. It's, it's a good, it's an exciting, like, like oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like oh, it's like you're getting something, being able to walk for the first time. Ain't, ain't walked in 30 years or something, you know, that type of feeling. That type of uh, uh, moment, but the push, the push for privacy, uh, it's not a bad thing. Uh, that's that's what I got for you, sir. Amen, Lord. We thank you for the privacy. We thank you, Father God, for the um, the incubation. Sometimes it feels like isolation, but really it's incubation. Um, and, and it's kind of like even when a butterfly is in a uh, in a cocoon, it's, it's incubated, and when you incubate things, they are are, are developing and growing. Because even like if you take a chicken egg, um, and it doesn't have a, a mom to uh, properly sit on it and incubate it, you put it in a incubator, which is an actual machine that gives it the proper um, amount of heat and all of the conditions required to transform it from liquid. Right, that we eat scramble to an actual living being into a chicken. Um, so incubation means that there's just a, it's a it's a right set of conditions to, to to transform something. So I'm gonna look up the word real quick: incubation or incubate. Okay, so let's go here. Incubate means. To maintain something such as an embryo or a chemically active system under conditions favorable for hatching, development, or reaction. Um, so that's what I see God doing. It's going to feel like isolation, and it is, <laughs> but it's also incubation. It's, it's just the right conditions favorable for development. And that's what God is doing. He's developing you. And, and just like Terrence, Terrence went through a, a, a isolation period, and I went through a private period where God really privatized me. And I'm still like that. You know, um, it was where I was more open. I didn't have anything to hide type thing to where I was not hiding anything but privatizing. There's a difference between hiding and being private. And God really took me through a period that I'm still in now where I'm more private. 
um, in my life, even, you know, not quick to tell somebody, oh, I did this, that, and the other, like keeping it private. Or if it comes out, it comes out, but I'm not quick to just tell things that I'm, I've got going on. And I know it's for a reason, you know, so I trust God. So God is going to do that with you where you're not quick to, to say what's going on with you, where people will just kind of see it. And, and some people might feel some sort of way to say, dang, I didn't even know she had that going on. You know, come, we live in a society where people feel um, entitled to your life and entitled to know every little thing that's going on in your life because that's just the type of society that we live in. People put everything out there. If they buy a house, they buy a new car, if they're pregnant, or they're saying, you know, they, they put everything out there. So then when people find things out later, they are almost insulted that they did not know because they feel entitled to people's life. But nobody's entitled to your life but God. And if God is telling you to privatize your life, it's for a reason. You know, you never know who's trying to speak something over your life or, you know, people who are cheering for you, really not cheering for you, you know. God has his reasons. Um, so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for her being open to that. We thank you for the development um, that's going on, taking place in her life, that's going to bring about a, a, a fresh anointing, like a, like just like how uh, the, the new wine, that's going to bring about a new wine. Um, so there's, there's uh, new conditions required for the new wine that you're going to be using her to pour out on the body of Christ. So, Lord, we just thank you for that, and let it be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, thank the Lord, everybody. <laughs> New wine. <laughs> New wine. New wine. I think that's exactly about that. I'll have to re-listen to some of those shows, but I know he's been talking about um, New Wine, too. Um so yeah, but that's 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 the last thing I got for you is that the conditions are required for the new wine. That's what's required. So I don't know anything about fermenting of wine, but I'm sure that for the different types of wine, it has different conditions that's required for it to be labeled as a certain type. So God knows what He's doing. Just trust it. I know for myself to privatize was a little, you know, like how Terrence isolating was. That was rough on him, Terrence very outgoing person <laughs> and he was like you know he'd be out there you know talking to people and and and, and god took him from like just being out there being amongst people to like being in the house and, <laughs> and it was like pre-covid turned to a whole bird yeah because i remember he said i feel like a hermit like i want to be out there but god is like no and so during covid it was understandable but this was before covid had hit that he had him you know, kind of isolated and, and as he said, feeling like a hibernating bear or a hermit. <laughs> and, and and it was, he didn't like it, but he was, he was obedient to it. Just like with me when I first privatized, I didn't like it. I'm like, eh, I understood. And it made me understand even my own mother more because my mom was very private. She was a very private person. And I understand her better now, even though she's gone on to be with the Lord, but I understand her ways now more because God privatized me. And now I actually prefer the, the private. I, I, I prefer that. So you just trust God. I'm excited for you because anything God does, when, when he does something new, it's always something great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord. Woo, I'm ready for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. I am ready it's, for it. New wine. It's, re- it's ready for you too. Yep. All right. 
I'm always so excited to hear from both of y'all because the Lord really has his hands on both of y'all. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a great thing to be uh, married, married, and then marriage is a covenant. And the special covenant is not only to both, you know, to the couple itself, but it's to God first and foremost. So when you give that to him, it's like, wow, you know. Is you know, and you like, oh my goodness, I made I made the promise, <laughs> and God has a special covenant between both of y'all. So, <laughs> amen. I'm thankful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. I'm telling you, I love, I love God. He's He's amazing. He supplies us exactly with what we need, mm-hmm. especially when we need it. Cause it's about. Cause it's one thing I was like, man. I want this, but I ain't got it. I can always hear my daddy say, ain't time yet, then. Right. <laughs> 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 yeah, I remember in high school, man, I can't wait to be a senior. He's watching folks, man, go get their cap and gowns and stuff. And, oh, man. I remember being in the military, going through boot camp and seeing the other classes before you graduating and you saying like, man, and you go look at your talent and you're like, whoo, oh, I got a long time, but I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And so what I, what I did is because sometimes you could focus so much on what you want that mm. you miss the journey. You miss the things yeah. that you need to learn those moments along the way. Mm. All of that matters. All of that matters. All of that matters. And I look at it now and I just thank God, you know, now that, yeah, I still get excited about things that I want and, and <laughs> where I'm headed. We talk about it often, like, man, I look forward and I be visualizing stuff and and uh but it's not that I don't believe it's going to happen. Let's let's get that clear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I know it's gonna happen. But it, it's gonna it's going to manifest when it's time. Mm-hmm. And you know the right. guess what? You'll be there. <laughs> You're going to be there. You're going to be receiving. Like, yeah. I just showed up. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, the Lord really been getting on me by my posture and uh, getting my spine back in order because I got some back issues and stuff. Uh back concerns or what have you. And I was reading, you know, about the weight of our head, right? And how um the body, the neck should be upright the majority of the time. But when you see us the majority of the day, we're always what? Like most of the time looking down. Leaning our head mm-hmm. over. Bending our back because we either on a computer or cell phone, a plate, uh, or whatever it is, 
but we always tend mm-hmm. to lean lean forward and tilt our head forward. And and that causes bad posture over time. Because at the time it's comfortable to us. And a lot of times it, it does get comfortable being in bad position. It does. It does. And yeah. and, and, and it's been feeling odd for me to be upright and to to make the conscious effort daily to straighten my posture. So it takes effort mm-hmm. on my part. It takes some some breaking of the old habits. Yeah. While I'm implementing the new. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's, but good. It, it, That's it, good. It's first a conscious. I have to be conscious of it. It's something that 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 I want done. It's something that I believe that that can happen. So therefore, I'm doing the things that I know to do to correct what what what, what I'm wrong in. That's right. And, and, and that's, that's where I, I really see God doing uh, with you and all of us during this time. He's He's correcting our posture. And yeah, it, it, it's, it's when you ain't been doing the right thing for a long time. When you're doing it right, it'll feel wrong because you've been doing wrong. Straight <laughs> is uncomfortable. Because that's the word we always looking for. We we always seeking to be comfortable. Yeah. Those that's, those are other things that we picked up in our lives when we were born in sin and shaping in iniquity. Comfort was one of them. That's one mm-hmm. thing the world always talks about. We we got to be comfortable. We need to be comfortable. Oh, come relax. Comfort. 
for God breaking us from that that that, 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 that seeking the comfort and just seeking Him and 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 just mm-hmm. wanting to do what what it is that that He wants us to do so we can accomplish what needs to be accomplished because it mm-hmm. the earth is the Lord. And the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Come on, somebody. Mm-hmm. It belongs to him. It don't belong to us. But we act like no, it, it, you know. Like he 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 did he he did give us the keys, and he did give us dominion over the earth. But he made it. He just put us as as, as stewards over it. But it's his. Mm-hmm. This, this belongs to my father. When we start really like understanding our, our mentality and how we need to really move with God and understanding when he's saying like Jesus is coming back, you know, like that that coming. Like he 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 he's showing up. So mm-hmm. we his house clean. That's right. I I don't want to get in trouble. I don't. But none of y'all ain't doing what y'all supposed to do. You Definitely to, not. You try to keep the house clean, and the Lord put you in charge. Your mama put you in charge over your siblings, and they just round there running amok. While mama gone, and you not already told them, like, look. So, so, I want to respect the authority because mama out of sight. Hmm. They just in there dancing, jumping all on the couches and stuff, but you're not really telling them, I'm coming. And all of a sudden, they jump in and they turn around and mid-dance and open their eyes and there go mama standing right there. Watching you in, in the midst of your fun, get caught in full disobedience, red-handed, and you're gonna get dealt with. So that's how. I think, oh yeah. You know us now as believers, we gotta prepare. This, you know, come on, man. Now y'all don't get straight, cause uh, dad on his way, man. Hmm. The word is true. He said, it yeah. won't be water. <laughs> it's fire next time. Hmm. There won't be no more flood. Why there'll be no more flood? He promised he wouldn't do it. He left the rainbow sign. That's what the hmm. rainbow is. God's promise to us. But you okay. see how the world yeah. take what God created and pervert it? Man, y'all better oh get this. Goodness. He on his way. He on his way. It's he just too much way. going on. I'm telling you. So y'all can ignore what I'm saying if you want. I don't want this for y'all. I don't want it, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do my part and let you know. 
what it is you should be doing. But if you don't do it, it's on you. So it's going to be truly justified (laughs) when it comes down. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. It's going to be truly justified. Yeah. Mm. That's Amen. the word. Amen. That's the word. They, um, I just was. That's the word. I'm telling you, so much going on now, but it's all prophetic, you know. And it's and it's, but it's wrapping up. It's winding up mm-hmm. <laughs> quickly. It's yeah, quickly. Very. It's quickly. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Everything that the Lord said in his word is, is I mean it's going every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know it is it's what it is. Second. It is what it is. Be ready. Yes, <laughs> your house. At all. Be ready when he comes. But yeah, if you got anything you wanna uh Pray for in particular? Uh, well, yes. I want to um, just first of all thank the Lord, you know, for another program I was on th- today. I, I'm thankful for whenever the word is coming forth and the mm-hmm. prophetic word at that. You know, I'm thankful. Um, I just want to pray for just my family, you know, just pray for them and all everybody else uh, who has families as well, but mine in particular, um, especially with my daughter, Leah, uh, mm-hmm. she's, um, she just is, is doing well, but right now she's planning on, um, she wants to work plus go to school now for her nursing. So um one in prayer towards that and, um, uh, just for God to continue to order my footsteps. Okay. Lord, we thank you um, for Sarah's family tonight, Father God. Uh, Lord, just 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 open their hearts to to see and 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 to understand to 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 get an understanding. You said all I get uh, get get an understanding, uh, and I see understanding of. Of their why, like why, why, why? It's like a lot of them want to know why, why, why. And God gonna give them understanding of this. Definitely, yes, give them understanding. Because when people don't understand stuff, and they think they understand something, but they ain't understanding it correctly, <laughs> they move based off of their level of understanding. But once they get it corrected, the the, the movements will change. Then you'll be able to really see who's who's like deliberately not doing something versus somebody that was ignorant of it. Is that they they move differently, um, and we thank God for for a a a, a, a Leah, right? Your daughter, Leah. Leah, Leah. Okay. Well, we thank you for uh, Leah tonight, Father God. Just thank you for. I, I feel like the Lord's slowing, like her taking some breaths. You know. And and a God like resetting, like a pause, like like, like a reset, you know. Um, because a, a lot of times it, it 
we can have goals. We we have things that we want to do um, based off of our 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 teaching, based off of our influence and everything. Um, and and it's nothing quote unquote bad about it. But we always have to know as believers. We can be doing a good thing and not be in the will of God. And so mm-hmm. I just pray that 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 Leah is 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 in the will of God and that that she is doing things because that's what God is leading her to do. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 going to come. Through, through through the process, but we just thank God for 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 softening her, making her soft, like really really soft to to Him, and really soft to Him, like tenderizing her and, and, and prepping her for for what He has for her. Absolutely, so she won't miss out on it. Yeah, so thank God for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Prophetess Anisha and Prophet Parent. Thank you. Thank you. We love the show. We I really it. love the show. It does bring it. <laughs> oh, we love it. It, it, it does it bring about laughter. We thank God for mm-hmm. all the time. And we appreciate you calling in as usual. We meant to uh, get on down the line. Mr. Lord said, stop there. Stop there. And so we just thank God for everybody that, that called in tonight, that listened in. Uh, those that had your hand up and we weren't able to get to you, we just uh, pray that all your needs are met in Jesus' name, that your needs are met in Jesus' name. And, and you focus on what you need, and we just thank God that, that we have hearts of, 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 of gratitude, that we're grateful, grateful, grateful for what he has provided for us and what he's already done for us and not allow us to get caught up in the things that we want. And, and, and get tricked into not being grateful. Not mm. being grateful. Yes, Lord, we just honor you. We give you glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening mm-hmm. in. PGN, we're going to clear it off for Randy. Y'all get, get ready to get back in the queue so Randy can get on and we know God is going to bless uh, through through their platform tonight as well. Uh, we thank y'all. God bless you. We love you again, Sarah. God bless you. Y'all love have a you. great, great rest of the week. Good night. All right. Good night.